going on, world? Peace and blessings. Appreciate you tuning in today. This is Well Connected. So today I got a dope episode in store. Got a real dope interview. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. All right, and we are live. Like I said, man, definitely got a real dope guest in here today. Got a real dope conversation. And without introduction, I want to introduce the world to my man, Ed Andretti. What's going on, Ed? What's up? What's up, T? Thanks for having me on today. No doubt, man. Um, so uh, I guess, you know, we can start off just, you know, you can uh, introduce yourself and just tell the world a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so again, my name is Ed. Uh, as far as my relevance being here, I deal with wellness, including yoga, meditation, and other techniques. I mainly do focus on the melanated folks, how we can uh, begin to begin to release a lot of the things that have been put onto us and begin to create all the things we never thought possible at one point. And, you know, I got into it, into the wellness lane and wellness business about six years ago, just looking for some looking for some solace, you know, looking for some peace after uh, a situation that was, was, was kind of painful to me. And the regular regular like religion wasn't doing that for me mm-hmm. so that kind of led me to other religions so the eastern variety it kind of led me to look inside mm-hmm. and i ended up meditating meditation was the first thing that i found and honestly from that point it changed my life i mean there were already things that i saw in life that i needed to start questioning more mm-hmm. and as i began to continue questioning those i just became more into it myself so um you know on my journey i've been able to definitely shed layers of myself that is not me been able to become more of myself and you know like again that's what I help people do um, and you know besides that shoot I like adventuring I like traveling I like you know good food hey. good plant based food I like I like life and being outside anything outside is really what gets me going man nah, and that's facts man and uh, I definitely can appreciate all that and uh, you know for myself I definitely have been uh, on a journey of uh, 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 mentally, spiritually, and physically over you know past several years, and have grown so much as a as a person, individual, and you know especially just learning new things and learning more about myself and about culture and uh, whether it's learning about different religions and different you know spiritual aspects and you know one thing just in general like you know yoga and like and meditation and those various components have been really you know very transformative and a very positive things and you know I think sometimes you know for people. Um, there oftentimes can be a, a misconception that, you know, I mean, things like yoga or meditation are 100% uh, donated to a religion per se. And it's like, no, these things are practices of the human body. Um, and so I guess for yourself, you know, for you, uh, you know, coming to yoga um, and everything and through meditation, um, did you come into them uh, one and two at the same time? Did you come into one first and that grew into the other? Or you know, how did you come about that? <laughs> That's a good question, T. So it definitely came meditation at first. Um, you know, so for, for a lot of my life, I was a really big stutterer. I used to trip over my words, say things too fast. And even now, and throughout this conversation, you'll probably see me get excited and do words, but it's, it's that's the thing is that I'm more conscious of it now and that being more conscious of it allows you to slow it down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, up until really maybe two years ago, I used to have still a pretty mean stutter. Like, 
I stuttered and got better and better over the years. But when I was younger, I was stuttered so much where I couldn't even get like I couldn't even get words out. You know, I was like, did you? And and it's crazy because you know I always like being in around people and a lot of times the center so there'll be times where I can shine but other times especially when I get nervous and those emotions overtake me um I couldn't focus so you know uh with that with the meditation which started first I just really saw that oh I was sitting still you know like that's the thing like we don't sit still enough you know we, we, we always on the move we always with technology always on the go and we don't really take time just for ourselves without the technology, so meditation, showing myself that me with the so-called quotations ADHD could sit still was just really powerful to me, man. Hmm. That's, that's very interesting. And, you know, it's like finding uh, different methods and ways to, um, you know, I don't say correct behavior or learn different behavior in no sense, right? And, you know, that's very important, like you, you kind of talked about of finding a different release because that's one thing in general life right there's always especially with holistic methods there's always another way right we've grown to this aspect now where we have to go to the you know big pharmaceutical aspect right if something's wrong we have to take medicine for it have to get prescribed something and do something artificial right and there are so many natural ways and things uh, and remedies out there that we don't take advantage of and and things that are free like meditation i mean that doesn't cost a single thing uh you know i mean and we have those issues, and that's one thing, you know, moving forward, you know, in society, we can try to implement, especially in our community, especially within the black and melody community, you know what I mean? There's oftentimes various misdiagnosis of, of, of children and people and adults, and, you know, we, we put us on these medicines and things, we put us on these, these pills and all this stuff that really just kind of just like turns us into zombies or blinds our brains, but, you know, it could be simply as just meditating and just, you know, relaxing. So I think it's very, you know, interesting, you know, how you grow from there. So for yourself, you know, you got the yoga down, I mean, the meditation down and stuff and calm down and everything and center yourself. So how did yoga grow out of that? Yeah, that and, and that's where I was going to lead to next. You know, the practice of, really the practices of meditation and yoga being the things you can do, both do themselves it really leads you into other positive aspects of life. So, you know, the next thing that I got started on was the yoga. And when I first started looking at yoga as, I mean, this is going to be a similar story for most black people that started with yoga or any type of private meditation without talking to somebody. You know, going on YouTube, all you saw was, of course, the uh, white people doing it. You know, and usually usually the most ones is for yoga with skinny white women. Mm -hmm. So... You know, again, that just really, like, I I, I attended classes, and, you know, I, I, of course, am somebody who can mix with anybody, and I enjoy doing that. It's just, it's missing something, you know? The, 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 the culture of a class that, like, I've been to now in Baltimore, the culture of these classes with more... Um, African Americans in them is just different. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more community based. I feel people are a lot building toward the same goals. So, you know, yoga was like a natural progression for me because it. it why? Why do yoga? You, you know, you know. Honestly, yoga really. I think for me, just seeing people being able to to meditate for a long time. You know, like 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 that's actually what I found. What I found is that the 
the origins of yoga were actually just to loosen the body up so you can sit for a long time. So that was the cool part to me at first. Mm. Like before I even saw the physical movements and the headstand, handstands, I saw that and I was like, okay, this is cool. Right. Um, and then it was like I was like, okay, this this, this class is all right. But then, man, I saw the physical stuff and I was like, I want to kind of challenge my body. That's when it took off for me. You know, being somebody that has definitely been a career type of outside person and athlete, whatever, man, it was, it was fun. I started off with hot yoga and, well, regular yoga, then quickly transitioned to hot yoga. And even those two practices, like sweating in that hot room, it built my mental just to say like, wow, you can really, even in these, even in these painful situations or awkward situations or uncomfortable or new or unfamiliar situations, if you just breathe through it and you ignore the thought, that, oh, I'm going to die or I'm going to pass out, I'm going to fall. Now, disclaimer, if you think that's ever going to happen and you have done it before, you pass out before anything, <laughs> do it. For me, for me, for me, I kind of sense that it was just that I was, it wasn't going to happen. It was kind of like anxiety, and that just mm. happened when you get more in tune with yourself. So I ignored mm. it. I pushed past, and, man, yoga has been the best thing and way to release emotions from the body man so mm. anything that doesn't get cleared out from the mind and it gets stores in the body yoga has been the great release for that so now i mean a daily thing for me above i mean of, of course on top of everything else that i do intensely for my wellness man yoga meditation is the foundation that's mm. yeah, it's very amazing man definitely a, a crazy dope remarkable journey and just of how much it's amazing just how much like the body and just there's so much potential within ourselves that we mentally spiritually metaphysically like i mean it's just instored in us and it's so amazing to see how we can release these things and how oftentimes again we're it's you know i feel like you know this this stuff should be always in, should be included in everyday health i mean should be included like with learning this stuff but again it always shows you just the the complex aspect right of, of big business and capitalism, right? Because, you know, again, you know, a, a company can charge, you know, a thousand dollars to give someone this medicine. In reality, all you need to do is just do yoga like five times a week and you can get the same results or something like that, right? But it's like, you know, again, we're not going to get the alternative. And like you said as well, very interesting with culturally and especially with yoga. Like, again, you think of yoga, you think of like, you said, like, you know, a lot of times it's like, like a, a skinny, you know, a white woman like that or yoga mat and stuff like that. And these are people that you generally see the face of it, right? Um, and in outside as well, you know, other, you know, religions and things or spiritualities, whether it's like, you know, with Buddhism or something like that and meditation and things or other stuff, people always correlate to. But it's interesting for myself, I always, again, I initially I was more naive and, again, associated yoga with those common stereotypes but then i started learning more especially about not yourself and all about black history and stuff and then i started seeing like you know especially how like yoga and stuff and like back into ancient Kemet and egypt and stuff like you know they were doing yoga and stuff and things and seeing it on the wall and stuff and it was like amazing oh i saying wow black people we we actually started this oh this is actually originally a, an african practice actually oh wow this is our thing this isn't oh you're doing their stuff no this is our stuff that they're doing quote unquote <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, and so, you know, that I think that's for a lot of, so I think for you, like, everything you're doing, bro, is real dope because we need representation, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, oh, having, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a black man or woman, like, it's just dope to have a black person teach the yoga, like, just to see that, you know what I mean, um, is impactful. So, as you transition, right, we learn about 
release some, you know, energy and positivity. So obviously right now in our country, um, you know, it's been a crazy year. Um, and especially, you know, over the past like month and a half, uh, everything from like the George Floyd situation, Ahmaud Auburn, Breonna Taylor, and just like, you know, Black Life Matters and very emotional time, right? With everything going on. So I feel like right now is a time more than ever that we need some type of peace and, and, and tranquility. So what do, you, what do you think just like for people, what, what can we do to try to have some type of healing individually, communal base, generally, like what are some stuff like you think it needs to be done or stuff that is the problem? So the word that spirit has given me and it gave it to me, uh, I was thinking about it earlier before I got on here, but disconnect, um, you know, especially for our generation, our age group, we get really caught caught up on social media. And I mean, as a lot of people do, uh, and as I mean, you probably talked about on this show before, you talk about every day, but you know, that constant news cycle, um, that constant news cycle and being constant on social media is one of the number one problems. And that's why I mentioned even before with technology, like literally the power of putting the phone down and walking outside in nature is is huge. Um, I mean, right now, like I said, the, the, the best thing, that, that's the first step. I mean, if you want, if, if, if I can give steps, right? The first step is to disconnect. Now you disconnect, we need to use this time to build. Um, that's a whole nother, whole nother episode there about what to do to build. But I mean, we need to build our the household. It's a great time to talk to whoever is actually in our household, especially again with our generation. If you're with your parents or grandparents, begin to help yourself and them just heal that trauma heal all that stuff that's sitting up there all those unsaid words i mean it's a little uncomfortable but again we get uncomfortable to get comfortable mm. i mean uh it, it, it's also important right now to be boosting our immune system you know so let, let, let's go ahead and just really stay as clean as we can as we continue to go to grocery stores and you know every week this thing changes from going to especially this thing we're going through right now goes from um uh, not contagious to contagious to this, this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, and really the, the, the thing that I'm working on right now that I really see as the number one thing is the land. Uh, we need to focus on having our own, having our own everything. And that definitely starts with owning the land and building on top of that uh, we need more spaces for for our people moving forward mm. moving forward so you know I've been heavy into gardening and finding land uh, with my real estate I've been talking to a lot of investors and we're actually working on some projects right now that you know once they're finished I can give details to but it's it, land Land. I mean, we, we, we need to be taking care again of those three things by disconnecting, going in nature, will be mental health, uh, which on the same token by going to our families and, you know, showing more love or un- unearthing any problems that are there. Mm-hmm. It's going to help us heal, release trauma. Uh, and then, you know, we need to, as far as, you know the 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 and again as, as far as the George Floyd thing, I mean that's something 
there's that's of course I mean it's very it's tragic for one I mean it's, it's tragic um all of these are tragic and you know that that's that's why I say I, again back to that the only way that we can reduce that from happening or even stop it is that we can't be we can't allow ourselves to just be governed by that one system by that mm-hmm. system that was made to oppress us so again right. getting our own land which turns into our own so look one little plot of land turns into a community turns into a town turns into a city turns into a state turns mm-hmm. into a nation turns into a country turns into a continent so yeah we just have to keep building these small communities and working together um to build and again in that in that there's a whole lot of you know reconciliation that needs to go on between black men and women but again on the surface level and giving kind of the things we need to be focused on that's that's definitely it right there oh man it was actually very dope and comprehensive man we came with the whole like 10 point plan bro <laughs> and like and, i mean that's what we need man like on all levels like the the mind body and spirit just you know that here the 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 astral realm and, and all all about and so several things i want to rebuttal to you while i ask you that's more questions on off that all right so one you mentioned get talked about like with covid and stuff like that right and just the uh, terms of you know we're full back and forth on you know one day you know it's you know it's it's crazy you know and the next day we're like we're locking back down and then it's okay um and i think it's very interesting we talk about the mind right in the human body and i don't think a lot of people realize how you know being mentally in a bad space and being always in a, in a, a space of fear and, 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 and doubt and skepticism how that can lead to you getting sick actually Uh-oh. like like you actually thinking always like i'm going to get sick i'm going to get sick i'm scared to get sick i'm scared always in some type of negative way that actually will gravitate and make you sick and so i think people need to understand that's why we're in a very very crazy pop right now part right now where uh, you know the connection with like black life matters and, and, and covid from a spiritual aspect as well it has been very just grueling and traumatizing especially to the black community because it's a double whammy right now because you're getting the emotionally we're worked up we're tired of it we're fed up we're angry we're anxious and all that stuff and then you mix in the actual like physical actual like you know of threat of, of being sick and when you're already in a negative space in mind of course and stuff they're gonna actually attract that which is why you see a lot of black people unfortunately you saw we were the main people unfortunately you know contracting and dying of the virus um so it's like it's getting it so that's why i think it's very important like the point you talked about of of being right and, and, and being in that positive mindset and and to the land part as well like i, I think it's very important as well like you know for land um having that in buildings like you said like gardening and everything like that and having your own like i think it's very very critical right now because like that leads to self-sufficiency and that leads to less dependency and especially when we talk about systems like white supremacy and racism which uh, unfortunately has been impacted both both party systems if you will um having our own is very key and important so as we transition to like gardening health and wellness where do you see nutrition play into that factor of what meditation and yoga and stuff? Where's nutrition coming to that? Oh man, see, I'm I'm so glad you asked, my kind man. <laughs> so glad you asked about nutrition, man. So, do people 
the gut. So gut health. I want to I want to start with gut health real quick. So your gut health, what you feel in your gut, what you feed it, whether it's uh, in good shape or bad shape, you probably know. But man, maybe a listener need to hear that the gut affects the mental health. Mm. So what you eat affects the mental health. So, being, so, so again, just, just make sure we're making that connection here. Like, the gut literally sends signals to the mind, to the brain, and it helps you think clearer, or you're a little fucked. And I think everybody can kind of, kind of see this in their mind and probably have done it before. You know, when you eat a lot of heavy things, especially, you know, either a meat or dairy, Usually you feel a little heavy, right? And you feel like really relaxed. You're not working a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then anytime you have, you've been, what, walking around all day in the sun, been drinking smoothies, drinking juice, having fun, like, you feel you feel electric and alive, right? Right. Right? So, so what happens is that I, as far as health, is concerned and I mean as far as the food goes into it plant based a plant based diet which is a plant based just means having most of your food being fruits and vegetables that are fresh and organic or just fresh in general um making your 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 diet mainly fruits vegetables and herbs will in turn heal your body heal your mind because if your gut is clear and it's light you drink a lot of water it's allowing that to flow if you start doing things that clog up the gut or cause inflammation in the body you know again like our our dairies and our heavy red meats then it's going to affect our brain so yeah I mean as far as as far as your diet I'm to not even diet, your lifestyle should be plant-based living. Plant-based living, fresh fruits and vegetables with the water, high water and nutrient content and just go crazy on vegetables, man. Yeah, man. And it's, it's crazy how everything is so interconnected. And like you said, what you eat has a direct, you know, impact on your actual mental health as well. Like we understand, our body is all interconnected. So uh, emotions and and, 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 and you know, our actual physical being and everything, how all it's all inter- intertwined. And especially, you know, there's benefits of a, you know, a plant based diet. Um, especially for myself, being being vegan and being vegan for past four years now. Um, you know, uh, it's definitely you know, moderations. The biggest thing, like I tell all the people all the time. And what you eat, like I don't, you know, I don't expect everybody to ever go vegan or even vegetarian, right? But the biggest thing I do say to people is, hey, it's about moderation. So make sure you, you incorporate a lot more fruits and veggies into your diet. Cut out the, like, a lot of red meat. Cut out pork. Uh, you know, you're gonna try to eat less less meat as possible. But understand as well, everyone's not in a certain situation where they can make changes, right? But you know, we have to understand though, like there's we. We shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes because there are stuff we can have control of. And our diet is one. Like, that is one thing. Like, no one is forcing us to eat these foods and stuff. I know they're cheap sometimes. I get it. 
I understand that like you can get you know go to Popeyes or something like that. You can get a whole uh, family thing of chicken or something like that for cheap. I get all that, right? But we understand as well it's designed that way as well. Okay, that's another factor to this. We don't really see. There's no coincidences, especially you go like to the hood or inner cities or heavy populated black areas, minority areas. You're gonna see a lot of these high, you know, you know cholesterol sodium based places. You're gonna see a Popeyes. You're gonna see a KFC. You're gonna see uh, 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 a Crown Chicken. You know, I mean, you're gonna see, you know, I mean, these things. That's not a coincidence. Okay, there's a reason why you don't see Whole Foods in the hood. All right. <laughs> um, so we need to understand, like, you know, we just can't take the bait as well. Uh, you saw, you know, earlier this year when that Popeye chicken sandwich came out, and you know, some, someone literally got killed over it. You know what I'm saying? Literally fighting to kill him. That's that parasites, man, controlling our minds, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not artists no more, and we don't even see that part. Um, so yeah, like you know what I mean? Like again, like I said, no, I don't expect everyone ever to be veganish, but you you do gotta like really understand there is a direct correlation, and you know what I mean? And we we stay in a constant state. Of, of, of fear and trauma and I mean you get even too deeper into it as well a lot especially a lot especially with a lot of meat and everything like that before it's killed like where it's like a, a cow or a chicken or something like that they're in a constant state of fear as well because they're going through a whole process they're fed with steroids pesticides GMOs they can barely walk and feel anything stuff like that and when they're, they're when they're killed they're, they're scared and we understand that um, you know that 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 adrenaline that aspect of negativity toxin that stays in that food um, and so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that, when you eat it as well, yeah, if you're very traumatized, eating traumatized food, well, end result's going to be just more trauma. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that food in, in, is part in, in, in wellness. And to take it to another level, um, especially, you know, we, we see how with the wellness more we eat, with like yoga and meditation and how it comes into it, right? And I think it's very important that we... We start where we're young in youth and education on this stuff. So I know you have um, some experience in education, just like I do as well, in working with youth. Um, so what do you think could be, I guess, you know, uh, very important to the benefits of teaching the youth and, and, and giving people this information where we're young? So teaching the youth... Is, is always important. I mean, that's like part of our roots and kind of to go back on what some, some, something you just said, but how this all ties in is that even the Popeye's chicken thing or how people's diet works is that we get attached to it. We get attached to food and we get attached to people, places, and things. And when we get too attached to anything, like there's a spectrum, right? There's a healthy attachment and you go to the other side, which is the unhealthy attachment whenever you get to that point uh it's easy for them to control your mind and how you flow so you know with food they'll do marketing with food get you going people you know can change how you act and how you flow based off what they do uh places and things uh oh things let's be things if we we get attached to things material things can sway us anyway so Mm -hmm. again saying all that is that we have to teach our kids from early on to be healthy healthy detachment mm. so you know with with food a lot of times why it's such a go-to many people most people because it's it's tied so most people it's funny i'm actually this is a revelation i'm just having on live <laughs> right live right now but no most people i would say and maybe even me sometimes 
we're 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 emotional eaters. Mm. And the thing is, when you think about it, when the food is marketed to us, whether it's on TV or even when we get to the store, it's all an advertisement. You know, it's an advertisement that has certain colors and a certain vibe that's meant to help us emotionally react. So a lot of times when we start feeling these emotions, whether it be shoot sadness, depression, even happiness, we tie that and link that to food. A lot of times people will actually reward themselves with unhealthy food. They'll say, oh, I'm happy. This is a good time to go back. Oh, <laughs> How many times we hear that? Oh, I'm, I'm happy. Let me go ahead and order the 30-piece nugget and large fries so I can just go ahead and just celebrate my happiness right mm-hmm. here. So, again, that's an attachment. That's an emotional attachment to food rather than really using food as a tool. You know what I mean? Again, this is no disrespect to my, ooh, to my, uh, I don't want any Hispanic people or Jamaicans or any Africans here. It is right now, but man, yeah, the food is good, but there's more important things than food. Ooh. <laughs> what is okay, that? Nobody, nobody heard me? All right, <laughs> but, but no, but yeah, it's that, that's, that, that's the thing. Um, I see people a lot of times get attached to food, and again, that, that, that's how they were brought up. You know, food, Especially in, in those cultures, as I've traveled a lot, food is a great connector. It's a great way to show your love. It's a great way to nourish your body because we need food. But like anything else, it has to be done in moderation. So, yeah, again, just just to you know keep circling that back in, we have to instill it in our kids. And as they're growing up, have them eat healthy food with healthy portions. And then they're not going to be these adults that we are today. And, and, and that even goes back further to, the, to what... To why I teach yoga and meditation in schools is that we're 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 I you the collective mm-hmm. we're trying to create we're trying to raise children who don't have as much trauma to heal from. Mm. So we're trying to mm. go ahead and instill them with the knowledge and foundation they need now instead of having to scramble to do that in their twenties. 30s, God forbid, as you get older and older and it's harder, your your brain becomes more reticent. When the brain is at that stage, as you know, the elasticity is just open and it's vibrant and that's the time that we have to to do it. So installing any good habits, including the detachment from anything, is something that uh, we have to begin earlier and earlier. Bro, that's that's deep, man. And it's really heavy how, again, it all comes together and learning that early. And, again, it's just, you know, being being cognitive of your surroundings and wearing awareness of how everything, all your actions, how it is always a, you know, there's the, every single, you know, action is always reaction, right? And it's just the natural state of things. So that takes me to the next part of times with reactions and emotions, right? And that is relationships. And especially, you know... Um, we can talk in general, especially within the black community. Um, and, you know, again, how, at least on social media, because I got to always preface this on social media, because social media isn't always real life. Social media, you see a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of gender division, okay, um, and within the black man and black woman. Um, and so, you know, again, it's not as divisive like that at, on social media as it is in real life, um, but... Uh, with that being said, though, it's the relationship stuff, right? And all relationships in general, regardless of demographic, right? There's always ups and downs, communication issues and stuff, right? So everything we've been talking about with, with peace and tranquility and stuff, like how do you think that can benefit and play into relationships? And what do you feel like are right now some of the biggest 
negative things that maybe hinder relationships as a whole? Mm, good question, T. Good topic. Um, so, yeah, you know, the, the, the thing about the social media is that, so like you said, while it's not always going to be directly indicative of, of the entire mass, you'll see stuff that surfaces on there that's still an important problem. You know, um, so the thing is, while while all black men and women aren't fighting, one problem that I've seen myself that's come up is just, you know, how even before they, the relationship comes, you know, how men talk to women like to, to court them, you know, you know, like, like, like the whole cat calling, the whole sometimes disrespect, you know, as they're you know going down the street. So, I mean, you know, again, that's not everywhere that it happens, but. That's definitely something that we can all look at ourselves as men, you know, as me and you and say, okay, is there a time that maybe I was a little bit aggressive, a little bit too that I didn't notice? And mm-hmm. actually, how that, and it's funny, so boom, how that ties in, I, I, it's funny, I, I was scared, I was worried. And if I ever do, man, see, if I ever forget a question, you need me to clarify something, let me know because I'm end up going over it. But this one, I think I connected though, man, but that just comes with us being more aware. Like, with, when you practice meditation on the regular and even now as I really put it together with yoga, if you do these two practices together, especially men, I promise that men can be more empathetic and more aware, empathetic towards women's emotions and true feelings and then be more aware of how our actions and words affect them. And... um I gotta say, I mean, you know, me being for me, being around so many clients, and especially in this wellness world of yoga, dealing with, you know, let's be very honest. I mean, I mean, most of my clients are women because that's just who's you know in that game. But um, I mean, women have the same, same, really, women and men generally. As I've now talked to so many people of every class of every occupation it's it, it, it all definitely comes down to the, to the same things i mean women definitely need more emotion from men uh men need a safe space to have that emotion right. and really when it's all i think where it all stems from the beginning of a relationship um for one it, it's probably self-love man it's probably self-love um and again, meditation yoga teaches that and practices, but you have to really love being with yourself so that you're not out here seeking, in a sense, a relationship. Because I think that's what happens a lot of times. And I, I, think, I think last time we talked, I may, have, I may have touched on it, but, you know, one thing that, you know, our parents did and our grandparents did that a lot of us are not are not for, but some of us, a lot, some of us are still just going on about but a lot of them were together for like the utility, like a very root shock or a basic security mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, okay, you're a man, you're a woman, I need babies, you need to make some babies, you're right. going to clean the house, boom, boom. Right. So, you know, it was like a very, I might as well stay with you because mm. almost codependency in, in, right. in, in the thing. But, you know, now, again, as I say, with self-love and not seeking it, you really, for, for couples to be stronger, we just need to, again, know ourselves first fully love ourselves put ourselves first and then i mean once we get into it, we'll be a whole being because again that's the problem is that 
everybody's searching for another half. Everybody's searching, even as I was before I really understood, but I was searching for somebody to like help me, somebody to heal me, somebody to help me get through myself without even facing it myself first. It was like, oh, I want you to come and save me without even trying to save myself fully first, mm. you know? And again, that comes with accountability and self-love and really wanting to be the best version of myself when I started taking introspection and um, I became a much better son, much better uh, friend, and a much better relationship partner at that point. So, so yeah, I mean, the, the, the key in this, and, and, and I think, and the biggest key of that also is the, is going to be the compromise, mm-hmm. is that we have this thing where everybody's trying to win in a relationship. So mm-hmm. whenever you keep trying to win and you want to be right or get the upper hand, it's hard to actually get things done because there's that blockage again. See, there, 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 there's that blockage again you, you, you hear that we have in yoga, that we have in our breath, in our chest, in our gut, in our hips, in our body. It's that blockage that is that ego is it blocking us from letting go with blocking us from moving on because we want to be right because we want to be uh we want that person to feel the pain we felt but no the way to keep moving and keep flowing is to to not get stuck on that not get stuck and if realize that if somebody has good intentions if you do get triggered realizing that there's something inside of you and that it's it's okay to let it go. Like, mm. like talk about it. You know, mm. the, the, the the transparency and clarity uh, as men, especially, become more vulnerable, allow themselves to express around their women and, of course, around the bros uh, will be very, very pivotal for this, for what we're going through right now, uh, especially as far as, again, so what, what I just said was in general for relationships that you know uh really worldwide i could say right there and again really centering in on the black community uh men just need to allow themselves to be more vulnerable more vulnerable with themselves with the bros and then ultimately with their woman and like i said it's very interesting you put it in the comprehensive perspective how like it reaches all everyone whether it's you know your significant other whether you know what i mean it's a man woman um whoever you know what i mean use your person that you're with and you know again, communication is like such a huge component and you know and 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 understanding when you're when you're wrong and and accepting that and also same time being able to understand and forgive and you know for myself i've Again, through trial and error, I feel like all relationships are sometimes all learning experiences, right? And even the neg- negative aspects I've endured things, you know, I always try to look back and, and see, okay, why did that happen or what can I do to make sure it doesn't happen again? Looking back and realize, okay, what was a red flag that I probably ignored or something like that? Or vice versa, even for myself, taking accountability and saying, all right, man, what what did I do that probably influenced X, Y, and Z? Or understanding, okay, man, I probably could have done that differently or I probably shouldn't have done that or I probably shouldn't have said that, right? And I think a lot of people, we just get in a, in a space where it's, we think it's just so one-sided when something goes wrong. It's like, oh, it's just that person. And sometimes maybe one person is more than others. But in relationships, it's duality. And there's always going to be two energies that make something happen or don't happen. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, releasing those things I mean I've been you know talk to people who like 
you, you don't you don't communicate and you you try to talk to them and when they have so much built up but they don't say it in their mind and then it just kind of sits in harbors and then you know what I mean that's how people become trigger over stuff and that's how people can become very anxious over stuff and again I think you know because like you said sometimes like we have created like this 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 competition like it's so different now like you said opposed to our parents and grandparents where that relationship stuff was like you said, it was it was very it was not codependency but. It was uh, complimentary, I think is a better way of saying it, right? In terms of, you know, each person brought something to the table. Like you said, whether it was, oh, I'm trying to have kids, and hey, you can bear me kids, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Like, hey, I'll cook and clean and stuff, you give me a place to live. And the guy's like, all right, well, you know what I mean? I, I'll have the house if you couldn't clean for me. You know, I'll make me dinner, and then here's a house. Like, you know what I mean? And although, although you know, it wasn't necessarily that simple, because I'm sure they all had relationship dynamics. <laughs> um, but now, it is a, it, it is a different form. And I don't think people realize, like, you know, there has to be, you know, you can't have the cake, eat it too. And that's what I feel like a lot of people want. I feel like some people may have, I don't want to say unrealistic expectations, because I don't think anyone's ever shoot themselves down. Everybody knows, needs to know their worth and value. At the same time, you need to be realistic about, okay, if you're expecting X, Y, and Z, you also have to give X, Y, and Z. And that's what people kind of, like, I think, forget that last part. It's like, okay, yeah, you deserve the world, Absolutely. But you also have to play the part too to get the world. Um, you know what I mean? And and especially like we think about uh, uh, gender roles and dynamics. And again, you can argue all day whether it's whether gender role, what's not. Um, but again, it depends on what you're looking for in people. Um, like you see, like all the time, right? You know, you'll see something where um, you know, like a woman may say, "Hey, I want you know my my man to pay pay all the bills, you know, spoil me, take care of X, Y, and Z, do everything, right?" It's like, okay, bet you know, what I mean, you're gonna understand that, right? But then at the same time, they're like disgusted by the the notion of cooking or cleaning or doing something contributing, and it's like, yo, like, you know, no one's asking you. It's not the 1950s when I ask you how to be a house, like you know, what I mean, like woman in the kitchen. But it's like all at the same time, you know, if you're expecting. All that luxury and X, Y, and Z. Well, you know, you do got to give a little bit too. I mean, like, you know, you got to play your part. Um, you know what I mean? And, and that's all I'm saying. Like, again, so it's like, and vice versa as well. Like, you know, for men and stuff as well. I mean, and and like you said, right, of, of understanding, stepping back and realizing, you know, how we come off as fellas and as men and we approach women and talk to women. And like you said, you know, and, and not even realizing in a situation or time where you might have been, you not realize you might have been aggressive or something like that. You might have said something that you know you were you intentionally weren't trying to be negative about or anything, right? But not understanding how stuff comes off or how stuff is said and being cognizant of that um, because women aren't making it. They're not making this up, <laughs> okay? Um, exactly. They're not. They're not capping, okay? There's not a fact that eighty. Five percent of women all can say they've been unfortunately maybe sexually assaulted or or, or or touched or something like that at some point in their life. These are not capping, bro. They're not lying, guys. All right, like and I'm not and neither and neither neither me and Ed either. Neither are simps or something like that. I'm not capping. I'm not some male feminist. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm not trying to get edge points for pussy or something. Okay, I'm not doing either. Okay, but I got to speak to reality situation. I got sisters and stuff. I got mothers, and I might even try to use that. I know sometimes people like just use. I saw the other day, right, where it's like people have to have a sister or, or a mother before they realize something wrong with women. So I don't even want to come off as saying it like that, right? right, I, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I got to ignore it. Like, nah, like black women, they're, you know, black men and women, women like, especially black women. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, yo, that's as that's our co our counterpart. Like, we have to protect them, we have to provide for them, and so yeah, speak up when stuff's wrong. So yeah, I do think 
you know, man, yeah, we definitely, um, you know, we, we got some stuff you got to fix. Um, how we approach things, how we go about stuff, we got to take a lot more accountability as well. Um, we, we, we need to call stuff out. I think it's the biggest thing. It's like, yo, sometimes I think where I was like, our homies and stuff are things like, you know, if you see your homie drawing, your homie's tripping or not, or doing something wrong, like, again, you got to, like, just at least talk to someone say, hey, bro, like, you know, you could do an X, Y, and Z. Now, in a day, you can bring someone to the uh, to the, uh, to the the lake, but you can't force them to drink. Okay? So, uh-huh. at the same time, we're also not responsible for other grown men's decisions as well. I need to preface that, too. But, you know, you also just can't put a blind eye when you see something you know is not right. Um, and I know it's sometimes easier said than done, but, you know, those are things that need to happen. And then vice versa, uh, even for, for our sisters out there as well, hey, you need sometimes you need to call out your fair sister when you see her doing something wrong or, or, or her, her, you know what I mean, or, or moving in a, in a bad way. Um, because I, 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 I think people, and especially when this whole chasing clout and I think this whole dynamic as well where, you know, women, like, they want to be, you know, everything paid for and flown out and X, Y, Z. And, I, and it's not wrong with that mindset, but it's like, you know, the city girl mindset, we got to be careful because it's dangerous because that's how a lot of men manipulate women because they dangle them with, you know, buying them stuff and things and, you know what I mean, and, and showing them X, Y, and Z and taking them out and become accustomed to a lifestyle like that and accustomed to a way of living. That's how you get manipulated, yo, because now it's not a person that has control over you. They, you need them more than they need you at that point. And I think some people get caught up in bad situations and with toxic people and stuff because they want a certain lifestyle or certain things. And then they don't ever step back and think, oh, well, maybe that's the reason that happened. So you got to be cognizant of your actions. You got to have control. I feel like we, we you know, the, the saying as, a, as above as a below we, we we're too too caught up with ego and, and material things. Right. And and. And, and, and uh, always some type of um, clout or some type of role or being being seen in a certain aspect, right? Because the tension is it's that material, it's that human nature. And you know, I mean, we have to be more in tune with inner God and and understand, you know, that that's mortal behavior being so so attached to that. And you have to step back and grow up and ask yourself: Are you a human or your divine being? I know some people may go over your head, may not understand that. Like, wow, you divine being? What are you talking about? But you gotta understand, <laughs> hey man, like you are that person, you are one. So the be one, you gotta think was one. So you know, not to get too deep and get whole tap with it, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's another, that's another conversation another day. But you know what I'm saying, like we really have to be in tune in some relationships, yo. Like you gotta be in in you gotta be conscious and aware of what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're putting out. And, and, and being at peace. So, um, I'll say that as well. I want to add in meditation. It can be a beautiful thing for a relationship. Um, I definitely been have four relationships where me and my girl, like we like we actually meditate with each other and, and do manifestation with each other and do mantras. It's a powerful thing, you know. It's a very powerful thing, especially with someone that you care about, feelings for, and you're mutually, your energy is aligning with. Woo, you start doing that stuff. Um, it's it's remarkable, and um, you know it, it gets another level as well. Where you especially you get in tune with that energy, and especially get in tune with understand sexual energy as well. It's another conversation as well that it's a very very extremely powerful thing. And I don't think people realize that. And you know what? Since we're here, let's talk about it. Sexual energy and our energies we pass on to each other, right? Um, 
as a lot of people you know, may or may not know, every single time that you're involved with someone else and you have some type of intercourse with someone, your energy and their energies are intertwining. And you're passing along or absorbing other energies. And sometimes you're absorbing negative energies and sometimes you're pushing out your positive energy. So how do you think that plays a part into where we're at with relationships and people's mindsets? Man. I had to take it there, man. I had to take it there. Yeah, man. I mean, wow. I mean, you know, so many things in in life that people feel, but they just just can't put words to it. I guess they can't define it. They ignore it. But, man, everybody can always tell you how somebody is, like, you know, bad sexually for them. You know, like, if they feel not respected during it or they feel energetically tired being around that person makes them feel tired like it's, it's really easy to know that you know so sexual compatibility is important and you know during sex you're exchanging I mean bodily fluids even down to the sweat mm-hmm. you, you, I mean regardless if you wear a condom or whatever I mean you know you're down to the sweat right and it's 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 your, it's your thoughts you know they have a because you're moving in this symbiotic, well, supposed to be symbiotic relationship, the thoughts and everything are going to be moving through. So, I mean, man, as far as, I mean, just, just, just as far as the mental part, the thoughts, your thoughts, I mean, the purer the thoughts are and the intention is doing it, the better, which is why I guess that kind of leads to this. Then, I mean, you know, the more gentle you can be sometimes and, you know, slower sometimes, you sometimes. know, do, you know, do, do as people like, you know, right. with the, you know, with the the more aggressive, the faster, but you know, even with the practice of tantric mm-hmm. sex, um, that's a very slow type of intentional sex where you can actually receive more pleasure mm-hmm. if you take if you take this time to slow down and and do that. And again, mm-hmm. I mean, for probably for, again for another day, man. Uh, <laughs> so two facts. First of all, women, ladies. Regardless of what man y'all allow to enter into your divine temple, you need to learn how to make yourself orgasm. That's true. And at the same time, two things can be true. At the same time, men, y'all got to learn how to please a woman. This is y'all got to learn how to please a woman and do some foreplay. Yes, sir. Some foreplay, man. And for both people, this is a both true, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe on this one, the woman needs to say something first, but man, we, we we have to get to a place where women can say, you know, I don't like that. Do this like this. Mm-hmm. And then men need to be at the place where they can say, how do you like this? Mm-hmm. How do you want me to do this? Is this good here? Should I be here? How do you like like that should be easy again that that's back to conversation keeping the lines of conversation open because you think about it why would you not now now again say the same I'm, I'm, I'm such a devil's advocate both ways and everything but if you at the same time you want to have some experience and you know study the other person's the, the, the male and woman's body just to kind of know how you know men and women would react anyway once you get into it and be able to have your stamina up men but then again at the same on the same token like yo just like why would you not tell somebody how to please you like what do you like like tell the person who you are with all the time how you like to be pleased like 
it's, 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 it's not that hard. But again, that and that all comes back to what blockages we have. Because blockage is not allowing us to express. You know, that is probably a big part of other than other than sacral chakra and freedom of creativity and expression. That's that throat chakra blockage. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not being mm-hmm. honest with ourselves. We're not allowing ourselves to say what we need, what we require. We're being quiet, quieting our needs. How many times do we quiet our needs for the sake of somebody else? To preserve their ego, to to preserve a relationship. No. No. And even by ourselves, how many times do we just ignore needs man so yeah it needs to be a conscious effort and communication man communication because sex is big sex is a big spiritual exchange it is it is um and 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 going to that right it's interesting because we're at a point now where again i mean I mean, obviously, sex has always existed throughout human history, but you know, just I think with social media has made it just even so more casual than ever. And what's happening is a lot of people are having sex with, with just strangers, to be honest. And again, I'm not judging anybody. I'm not saying I'm not trying to shame or anything, but because we there, there loses the secrecy, and that goes to a part of again, like especially we're talking about with you know with foreplay and stuff and men pleasing women. Some of the times it's like I think sometimes men don't do it for some of them because like the person they with like they don't they don't mean nothing to them or there's not that's not the significant other that's not a person they have to do that for they're looking for themselves I'm here to get another off I don't care about this and you know I mean at the same time I think you know we need to have that communication understand the people that you're trying to be with and please I man for me personally I think that's always the goal to make sure one is pleased um, for anything else because I mean what else am I here but um, you know I mean. As well, and understanding like the whole spiritual nature to it. I mean, especially during intercourse and sex, because the energy is so strong. I mean, even with breathing, if you get your the man and woman, you get your breathing interconnected at the same time and stuff like that as well. It can amplify the orgasms, like unking the energy together. It's a really, really crazy thing. I mean, if you really just understand the basis to it. So that's what I'm saying. When you have someone that you actually like, you communicate with and please and be with and stuff like that and grow with and stuff. I mean, it's a very substantial stuff. And so I think a lot of people, again, we especially our energy fields, there's a lot of blockage. A lot of time, blockage comes from people that you've been with. Partners you've been with are negative, and you take the energy, and then sometimes you get a, a blockage out of it from your energy. And so I think we're not conscious of that. I mean, I understand that this whole concept of you know um, sexual freedom and, and, and this whole pro-ho stuff and everything, and I, you know, whatever, whatever you know, makes you happy. But at the same time, we can't act like there's no negative aspect of being with a lot of partners or people. Like, we just can't act like there's just all positivity, all happiness, all pleasure. We just can't do that because it's a very disservice. And I think a lot of women at times, actually, and people, because men at the same time do, men do just the same much as well as women do, right? In terms of just, you know, hoeing around, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to make it see one way. But I think we all put ourselves a disservice. And we live in this whole yellow lifestyle and understanding that we are, at the same time, again, you control that. You know what I mean? Like, you control, you know what I mean, who you're laying with, who you're being with, who you're sleeping with. I mean, that is a conscious decision, of course, and I've seen with you know in case of you know sexual assault or something like that. But you know, generally most of the time, again, you're controlling that. So, you know, you gotta be hip of that. You gotta understand that, and you know, it all comes in tune. So it's crazy how we touched on again. We talked about this, the physical you know aspect of of yoga, right? We talked about the the mental aspect of meditation and stuff and everything, right? We talked about the uh, uh, nutritional aspect, health part, right? Nutrition and everything, right? Then we talk about relationships and everything and just that relationship and the, the spiritual aspect and now the, the sexual energy. And it's very amazing because, again, we've 
talked about so many different components that all you know affect the body and you know it, it, it's so interesting has all interconnected and that's one of the most amazing things um so you know as we come to kind of conclusion here and kind of wrap some stuff up what are just some things you think the world can and people individually what can an individual person can do to try to benefit their life someone who's maybe has some stress in their life, someone who maybe has anxiety or doubt or someone who's just trying to make some change or is feeling kind of just at a a, a, a stuck point best things I would say especially looking back at how I got here and some of the things I would have done different uh, in general man first thing is, is always going to be like I said that disconnect um, I mean I know at first I said, you know, the 20-year-olds and whatever, but, I mean, this is a, it's a global thing. Everybody on social media, and that, especially right now, everybody's on their phones. Everybody's looking at news. So the first thing is the – so it, it's, it's kind of like a wound, you know. I mean, you, 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 you say, you know, give some advice to somebody who has stress, anxiety, depression, whatever, or dealing with stuff, you know, that's the – that's a wound. It's, it's something that keeps bleeding out, right? Like the stress keeps coming, the pressure keeps coming back, or anything. So, first, you got to try to cut off some sources. Um, and again, the, the one of the biggest ones is going to be social media. Um, if it's not social media, and if it's not somebody in your house or that you're dependent on, then try to let that person go because the person might make a difference as well. So, after you've done that, you cut off. Go outside. Like, like I said, I mean, literally, I said this at the very beginning. Go outside. And, like, by going outside, go to the park or something, that's going to help. And try to make a routine of that, you know. So try to make a routine of doing, I would say, at least these five things will will better your life. Have a routine of going to the park. That's number one. Going to the park, going outside in nature. Number two is going to be meditation and or yoga. Just Dedicate yourself to having, and really separate, dedicate yourself with meditation. Like, just do that five or ten minutes a day. That's all you need. That's number two. Yoga is number three, because yoga you can use for your physical activity. Your physical activity plus you walking, the physical activity is going to clean your mind out and your gut. Then, guess what you got? You got a clearer mind. You got a better mind. All these heavy uh, all these heavy diseases and symptoms and things we have, again, they can't always be cured, but they can definitely be alleviated. Definitely be alleviated. I believe in pain management and stress management and alleviation. It can definitely happen. So, that's number three is the yoga. Number four, you know, is your diet. Your diet definitely affects your mind. So, just try to do small things like just one thing daily, a smoothie daily or eat some more fruit daily and do all vegetable or all salads. Just do that daily. Those little small things, those little small things, let me say this right now, everything you do celebrate yourself more for. People are not celebrating yourself. Mm. You're not celebrating yourself. Y'all are doing great out here. Y'all are doing things every day that you haven't done before. Y'all are listening to new things. Y'all are opening your mind up. You have to celebrate yourself for every little small thing. Give gratitude. Mm. Give gratitude. Like one of the first things you can do in the morning, just write. And it ain't gotta be heavy. It ain't gotta be a long list. Just write how you feel. Mm. Write how you slept. Write if you had dreams. Write one word. Write. Say hi. <laughs> just say hi. Write down your journal. Hi. I'm here. I'm alive. Okay. Bye. 
<laughs> that's number five, man. So look, you got your, your you got your nature. You got your disconnect at the same time. Your meditation, number two. You got your yoga. You got your just adding some vegetables, adding some fruit. Just making a health, hey, making one healthier choice a day is key. And number five, journal. Just write. Journaling doesn't mean write a poem, write a paragraph. Just write a few words. Write what you're feeling, man. If you do those five things, I can guarantee you. Guarantee. Well, you know, and, and number six, man. Six, bro. Six. So look, number six is do what makes you happy. Like, man, I got to say, like, do what makes you happy, and hopefully it takes some time, like gardening, right? So I, I, I haven't been like a gardener my whole life, man, but during this lockdown, as I always say, I'm not rid of anxiety, man. Even though I've been teaching yoga for four years, teaching meditation for so long, I have plenty of clients who I teach how to deal with anxiety, I still experience the anxiety. The differences between me and other people is that I don't let it overtake me. I shift my focus back to my breath or back to a healthy practice so it doesn't overtake me. I don't allow that. So, again, the the, the, the number six there is just finding what makes you happy, man. And once you do that, like gardening, that gardening or doing like, if you find out you like painting or if you like hula hooping, man, that's going to just boost your whole mood your whole mood and it takes time to do you know and so even with that do things that don't require technology gardening is something that requires you to put your phone down which will kind of be the whole going outside thing at the same time and just putting your hands in the dirt man so you know find something that's good for you that you like doing and then at the six six a or seven whatever but yeah just, just do do whatever you like mm. do something you like man skateboarding or or painting walls or adopting gophers like just find something <laughs> to take your time up man i don't know right 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 just do something find, whatever excites find you your peace. Man. right and you gotta you know, be be create being be control of your life and when you control your life you can create you can manifest and I think that's what everyone needs to, you know, find something, find your peace, find your balance, find something that makes you happy. Um, there's so much yes. negative stuff out there in the world. It's so easy always to focus on a negative or focus on why something didn't happen or why something should have happened. Um, but we never focus on what is happening sometimes, what we do have. Um, and, and, and understand we're very blessed and very privileged oftentimes we don't even see it. And, you know, just being in tune and just... You know, trying trying to control your life again. When you when you, I realize this. You know, and through trial and error, like you know, when you stress so much about stuff you can't control, when you stress so much about stuff that again, nothing you can do will make impact on. Right? Uh, it can it can control you. It can consume you. And you're in, in a sense of you know, you're just kind of like it's like you fall in a pool and you're just like reaching for air and stuff like that for a while, but nothing's there. Um, and everyone goes through it at times, right? No one's perfect, right? Yeah, we all have uh, you know of of human emotions we all deal with stress anxiety depression you know fear you know whatever it may be right but it's how you bounce back and that's how the really what the real test is right what, what is your reaction to this right how do you how do you uh, uh stand up to adversity or, or stand up when something isn't right do you fall down and just give up or do you you know keep fighting through and those are the things that really separate people and those are the things that you know understand like you know again everyone has ups and downs in life but you know, uh, knowing your control, and, you know, not not trying to be a, a victim or oppressed. You can be cognitive at the same time of all the different 
barriers against you, but you know, knowing you can go beyond that. Uh, so I think that's very dope, man. Especially like I said, this the mind, body, spirit, and soul aspect of everything, and just controlling it all together is very key component. Um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate you 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 stepping on here today, man, and, and blessing us, man, with some some dope. Some dope conversation, man. Some very informational stuff. So, hey, you know, before we get to get you out of here, man, where where can we find you in the world? Talk about your business one more time for us. I mean, what, what you got going on next? What's up? Yeah, T. Again, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, pleasure being here. I mean, uh, for everybody listening, we had a combo the first time, didn't come out right, but man, that's when you got to let things flow. And honestly, as I, as I told T before we started this conversation, this one was gonna be better, and yeah. it was. Yeah. Like we we, <laughs> we we topped it, man. Yeah. We topped it. So next one's gonna be even more, even even better, man. So look, everybody out there. Again, meditate, do your yoga, do your personal practice. You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Real Malcolm Ed, Real M-A-L-C-O-M-Ed, on Instagram at Ed the Yogi, E-D-D-A-Y-O-G-I. And what I provide currently is services for meditation and yoga. I do personal and group sessions. I'm doing them mainly online right now. I have a few personal clients. I can get that in. I do workshops for breath work, for small groups, for large groups, corporations. So again, find me, connect with me. I'm always looking for individuals to build with. And by build, I mean community. So, you know, connect with me, message me, let's interact and let's grow. Let's flow. Hey man, definitely man. Again, appreciate you. Make sure we all to check that out. And again, we'll make sure that uh, we'll have all the information in the uh, in the link in the details and whatever you find this on the podcast or on Twitter, Instagram, where I post a video. All the information will be on there. But again, man, appreciate you stepping up and coming to today, man. As usual, everyone else out there, appreciate you tuning in today. I hope you learned something. I hope you walked away with something. I hope you have your mind just thinking. As usual, guys, make sure you stay tuned. You stay hip. You stay connected.